You're listening to the Catalyst Church of Carrollton podcast. We hope this message speaks to you and encourages you. You can find more messages by searching Catalyst Church of Carrollton on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Learn more at IamCatalyst.net. When it is music, when it is theorizes, they come to me. I 
I'm the one who settles the case between the four and parties. It's me. I inform the, the people of God's decrees and give them instructions. It's me. They need me. We do that all the time. They need me. I, I, I'm the only one that can do it right. I'm the only I'm the one. My kids can't do it like I can do it. I, I've got to do it. You have all this stuff and you make excuses why you need to be the one to do it. He says that Jack Rose Ray puts it on love of I love somebody. If you love me and I love you, I'm going to tell you the truth. And then I'm going to tell my cheese after I preach this. Another step back. Jack Rose says, This is not good, Moses. Great, that was God's done for you. This is not good. Moses' father in law explained, You have to yell at that. I'm saying that because there's some times in the Bible where volume is godly. Thank Jesus because I'm very ungodly at this time. You are not going, you are going to wear yourself out and be completely this job. It's too heavy a burden for you to handle all by yourself. Now listen to me and let me give you a word of advice and let God be with you. In other words, take it and leave it, take it and leave it. You do what you want to do with it, but I love you enough, I'm going to put it out there because you need to change some things, Moses. If you want to go to the next level, you might get stuck and die in this one. You should continue to be the people's representative before God. You should continue to do the things you're doing because God has called you to do them. He's called you to be a husband, an employee, a wife, a mama, a daddy, a pastor, a, a boss, a supervisor. I can keep going. You get it. Continue to do what you're called to do. Moses, bring and let them bring their disputes to you. Continue to do that. Teach them God's degrees. Lead your family. Lead your family. Keep growing and taking the presence of God. I'll celebrate that and give them his instructions. Show them how to conduct their lives. But, say but, it ain't about you, but you want to do something different in your life, you gotta do it differently. But select from all the people some capable, honest men who fear God and hate God. In other words, you gotta get some good people around you or you ain't going to see anybody like you. You got many other people around you, you can start to change the around you. Appoint them as leaders of the groups of 1,100. These are different levels of leaders. Some can handle more, some can handle less. 50 and 10. They should always be available to solve the people's common problems and disputes. The people's common problems and disputes. But have them bring the major cases to you. In other words, you don't have to handle all the small stuff because the small stuff is what kills your campus. It's not the big stuff. The, the small stuff is the straw that breaks the camel's back and makes you act like a fool of work. It's when you come home and you, and you project on your family, but you should be talking about your supervisor. It's always the small stuff. Let the leaders decide smaller matters for themselves. They will help you carry the load. You need somebody to help you carry the load. And I'm going to show you today. Single mama, everybody in here, we got some help if we want to make changes in our lives. Making the task. Easier for you. You can't live this life being self-reliant. You will not be a self-reliant and not do much. If you follow this advice and if God commands you to do so, then you will be able to endure the pressures and all these people will go home in peace and you will have some kids to them to second Catholics. Moses listened to his father-in-law's advice and followed his objections. He chose people from all over Israel and appointed them as leaders over the people. 
He put them in charge of groups of 1,000 or 150 and 10. Then the men were always available to solve the people's problems. He began to disrupt to, to, uh, He began to delegate things that were crushing him, and they were the major patients to Moses. But, but they took care of the smaller matters of life that came more manageable. Today, I want to talk to you about pouring from an empty cup. If you will hear me today, if you will put what I'm about to preach to practice, it will change your life. Every part of what every dysfunctional season and struggle in our life, something we're doing that, that, that is in that passage. Doors will not keep closing, disappointment will keep happening. You won't stay struggling in a hole that you will actually bust out and build what God has called you to build. Tell somebody right now, say, do it differently. If you'll do life differently, life won't keep doing you. But if you keep doing it the same, life will do you. And just like with Moses, it'll be with us. Your destiny will die in the desert. Moses chose not to, and you get to choose on your own. That Lord right now didn't speak, but speak through this message. Uh, be here with us. We're glad not just your presence, but your perspective being taken in this place in Jesus' name. Amen. It's your team. It's like three people say, do it differently. <laughs> Give me some time. Tell like three people who want to say, do it again. Three more things. Your job as a parent is to help them hold in on what they're 
because not not when they have a culture and the problem in your life doesn't be the problem in their life if you don't show them. You've got a couple things you really need to invest the most in. And you do a million things, all you're going to do is uh, do a million things and then go. And then you'll go to and use that example that will carry that it will cause their life to be dysfunctional. Let me tell you, doing too much and taking on too much is destructive and dysfunctional. Don't care how, how, how we package it, I package it every way in my life because I always have air on the top of those I get it. I am ultimately, I'm a good, I'm, what makes me a good pastor, pastor, not pastor, pastor, what makes me a good pastor is that I am a good caretaker. What also makes me be a pastor that will burn me out and cause me to crumble, take the world, and not what I in ministry is that I am a caretaker. My greatest strength is my greatest weakness, and the same is for you. Burnout isn't a badge of honor. Being different isn't necessarily being attractive. Listen to me. Actually, being busy a lot of times is very ineffective. Very ineffective. It's probably the biggest problem in your life is that overextending yourself is dysfunctional, it is destructive, and you are going to go broke if you keep doing it. Your marriage will go broke because whatever you're over something that matters in life is you're underinvesting in it. And if you underinvest in your marriage, you will lose your marriage. Or you will hate each other. And I've seen marriages getting big celebrated the golden anniversary, but they hate each other and they just there for the pay. Seriously, I pray you think that's a joke. I've seen it all. Really, I've done this thing long enough. I've seen it all. You overextend yourself, even in good things, it's not good. Because good things still in God. What are the things that are carrying? What are the things that are carrying you that are causing your relationship with God to be in that too? I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's a parent and kids. I don't care if it's your spouse, your spouse, and your kids, and your job, and all these things that ain't God. And if you want some clarity in your life, you got to make some more space for God to speak into And burnout isn't that I know that people hurt you. I'm telling you, I grew up in a if you do my story, you know my age is some uh, some some white dude up here that don't know nothing. I've been through some things and I've learned a lot of things the hard way. And I'm a slow learner and I'm stubborn. Burnout is a badge of honor. If you, I go I go home exhausted most every day, but I don't go home empty every day. If I do, I don't know the problem. Burnout isn't a badge of honor. It's a character defect, and you will lose. Over-investing in areas, in the area that you under-invest, but that you learn so how to really be on mode. And we say, it's just a season. You know it's been longer than a season. You know there's some relationships, and there's some struggles and strains, and you've been broke, and your marriage and family's been broke, and, and you've been struggling trying to do it all on your own, and you're mama. You were an amazing mama, but you can't do it, you can't do it all alone. My single moms in this place, you are soldiers, but you can't do it alone. You got to ask for help. You cannot hold it all together. You can't do it. God never, God told that, and it was just him and God in that garden. He said, it is not good for you to be alone. I got some Eve's in the place and some girls. If Eve would have been the first one made, let me speak for God. It is not good for you to be alone, Eve. I will live by Eve on this one. Burnout isn't a bad thing. I'm going to tell somebody to do it differently. If you don't do it differently, life is going to keep doing you. I'm telling you, you either do it differently or life is going to keep doing you. Moses was micromanaging two to two, possibly three million Israelites. He loved them. I mean, it was awesome. He loved them. 
kids, every one of them that stayed home long enough to, uh, when it was time to get the big boy job, or they made more money than us, because all of them with their big boy jobs made more money than us in that season. And I'd be like, you don't pay for it. My brother lived with us five years. He didn't have to pay here with that. He had to pay somewhere else. He's going to pay somewhere Our older ones, anybody that has lived with us, right, is still to pay more than that. Because we can't do it. And God's calling it easy to build on that bigger than ourselves. The only way to build something bigger than yourself is for it to be built on people that are invested in it.
And when you're sitting there, you know the problem with it. Angie responds to a message before Tuesday to you. I need to know about it because I'm going to throw it She said last night, she said, hey, she said, I'm going to take my laptop. I said, just a minute, that's it. Thank you. 
you have more perspective on what this is here. I am asking myself the question this year, and even I do it every day. I think I talked to you before you do it, especially maybe if we don't hold in my head, still swarming is that is what we're doing as a church consistent with what we're doing. You'll probably notice some things that look a little different in this season. Connor hasn't been on the stage lately. He's right there. You won't see him on the stage for a while because he's trying to turn people. And he, see, we don't, and I, Connor's an amazing singer and songwriter and worship singer, but he can't play quarterback and play coach. There's no way that's a that's a lose lose for Connor for our church, and we end up having you see the crowds are gonna probably tell you all when we when when this thing picks up in the fall, we're gonna be right back where we pick off and then pick off uh, whatever I'm trying to say in the end of the story And if we can't manage it better and it's falling on a few people in this room or same exact or any of it, we will fail. There will be people that come in here and experience God's presence, but they don't stay. And so he is, I got a phone that said, God, I need you to play coach right now. So he's back there. You see, Josh getting trained. He's coaching the band up. He's a Connor can't play quarterback and coach. Me, here's the reason I'm talking to myself. You know, I've got to do a lot of counseling over the years. I love counseling. A huge part of counseling. God must have always been free counseling. But I can't do it all. It was never meant for me to do it all the time. And in the long term. And I got so, I was struggling. I remember eating lunch with Mark at Chick fil A one day. He was like, Timmy. He said, nice way to say about jumping. He's like, yeah, you can do a lot this way. I'm too late time. And then I know I'm going to pop off and say something stupid in my hand. I'm saying that I'm tired. So you know what I'm getting up with? I got to make a move quick. So Sarah, my daughter, so I'm going to need to do something. And she's the one. She's the one to make a move with. She's got a bachelor's in psychology and sociology. She's a work. She's a doctor. She's a kid. She's in grad school. She's in sexual junior schools. And she works. She's loved. She's loved for psychology. She's been with the counselor because since the brief of her college at that time. So passion. I told her, I said, I need you to get a few quick certificates. She said, now I have a mental health and life coaching degree. I do not say yes to a counseling appointment unless she consists. Because my job in the season as a church is to invest in leaders so that we can grow this place. Counseling is a huge part, but I can't carry it anymore. Not like I used to. And so I would probably have all my reacts, but I'm not going to do that. I'm sorry. I'm going to try to go with somebody. I can't do it. Can't do it. And so we're making moves. So it works. What happens? Once you see the town and Lauren and Candace and so many people that are true spiritual leaders, that didn't just happen. And it wouldn't have happened if I was sitting in the council and I was all that. There's always a way in your life. There's always a way. Men get the second number two leader because I don't need Angie back there in the closet all day at that room called the closet. Doing it. I don't need her doing that. She's got a teacher to build a team. I'm going to walk in and build a team and try to leave one right there. We look. All of our decisions are consistent with where we're going. It's what we're doing consistent with where we're going. I have to ask questions all the time. And here's the thing God's got a lot of plans for us to have this. He's got a lot of plans for you. Moses made excuses for a man. We make excuses for as long as we make. We make excuses after excuses. I didn't do it. I'm stubborn. I told y'all, I'll say no, I ain't true. And so I have to say, oh, snap. Usually I say, oh, snap. And I hit my head against the brick wall that I can't be through. Moses made excuses once a week. He says, man. They come to me, but they need me, but they can't, nobody can do it like me. But you couldn't always do it like you. And how can 
spend some time and see if they can do it like you. And if they can't, you can adjust it. You've got to solve somewhere because you're going to accumulate these things as a mother, as a dad, and you ain't going to ever leave anything because you're going to accumulate these things and then can't let them like you. I'm 
sausage, you don't touch on the ground. I love the woman's sandwiches. That's not sausage for me. What's that with Rachel Burke? And I have a better birthday than what you call on Tuesday. It's your birthday. Well, they can take you but you can't even make a decision for yourself because you're constantly thinking about someone else. We don't eat where you want to eat. It's your birthday. It's your graduation. It's your anniversary. There comes a time that you can't even make this mindset. It's a mortal mindset. And Moses was living in that until he decided to take that honor with his father with all the wisdom that he had. You make a million moves, you do a million things, and you miss your life. You miss your cause. A million moves, a million things, and you miss what God has for you. Because doing everything is why you have a trip to discover your life. I want you to hear me. This mindset of having 17 side hustles, I see a lot of people saying it's wisdom. That's how you get ahead. Don't try to get tired. That's a problem. You've got 17 side hustles to create this income and all that stuff. It's causing you to miss your one hustle that actually can develop from the time that you'll begin to pursue. You're like, I think these spiritual gifts. Paul said, he's got Paul Summer. You've got one, you've probably got multiple ones. And if you keep trying to have 17 side hustles to get bills paid and to live to pay a car payment and a house payment that you shouldn't have, it's way too much anyway. I'm telling you, it's poverty. And what happens is we end up pouring from an empty cup and God wants to lift us up and take us from the desert to the promised land, but we're choosing to take us. You know, I call the vision of And I want you to say this first. I want you to say this always. Always, always, always pray. You gotta start something to God. You gotta ask your job, ask your job, can I change yours? So that I can at least put a kid in there. Listen to me. If you can't afford to go, we're, we're going to Atlantic in a hotel overnight. You can do a car now with them. He's on vacation this week, too. By the way, we ain't coming here on the Tuesday. Terry's working from home. We need to break. I ain't giving him a day off in a while. It's been crazy. And I'm going to tell you, they all deserve a break. Connor now would be going to Atlanta because they got to have a baby. They have a staycation at home. Start somewhere. But you don't get to where you're going when you take step one. I can't even say this. He said, the journey of a thousand miles starts with step one. I think it was big. Quick, 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 make it impulse expenditures. You wonder how you grow and why you have any company more because you keep spending money in some small stuff. You say, I just deserve this, but you know, I've worked hard at this with me. You can't be miserable for years, et cetera, so for a promise that is going to last a lifetime. If you can't make sacrifices constantly, I just want to reward myself. And I've seen people that got sober and on their anniversary of sober that goes great. And that's ridiculous. Stop that. You, you've been on that diet you've been going for like a, for like a month and a half. Bro, keep rolling. Keep rolling with the saving money. Keep rolling with working out. I won't but still, keep rolling whatever works for you. Keep rolling because pouring from a empty cup is going to rob you of the promise of God. And God wants more for you. Whatever it is, talk to your man. Ask them out. Ask them for grace. Quit letting your employer just watch you work and say, hey, you're not to consider for the promotion. Whatever moves and ideas you have, first you've got to get some time to sit down and think about it and pray about it. God's going to give you an open lane if you don't take it. Burnouts, burnouts, and back in my back, tomorrow, security, 
And so many of you want to know that you're struggling right now. You won't be. But I know it's hard. It's such a foreign concept for you. And I want to start with Jesus. Start with Jesus. Thanks for listening. We'd love to know your story. Let us know how this message impacts your life. You can message us at info at imcatalyst.net. We're here for you and we are for you. If you have a prayer request, you can message us at prayer at iamcatalyst.net. To keep up with what's going on at Catalyst Church in Carrollton, visit us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Jesus cares about you, we care about you, and we hope you join us again on the Catalyst Church of Carrollton podcast.